What's up everyone? This is Will, or as I'm better known as Iron Legion on Comic Book Resources, or Shadow Boxer on Reddit. Um, and this is the Inspired Geeks Podcast. This is the very first episode, um, and this is a passion project of mine. I am a huge comic book fan. Uh, I've been a fan since I was a young kid. I'm 31 now. Um, I love DC, Marvel, um, I love both. I'm not a fanboy of either. I just love the superheroes, the superhero movies, Marvel, DC, DCU. Um, I love pop culture, video games, PS4, Xbox, Nintendo Switch. Um, anything pop culture, geek related, I'm there. I love it. Um, and that's why I wanted to start this podcast because I just love talking about those things. I'm passionate about it. Um, and I also love um, supporting different artists as well so this podcast will also be talking interviewing different artists um in the comic book world independent artists writers um filmmakers who are producing movies about superheroes or pop culture or anything of that nature so this this podcast is just for everyone all geeks all over the internet um this isn't just for me so i'm really excited this is the very first episode and the first thing I'm actually going to talk about is Detective Comics 1000, the thousandth issue of Batman, which I think is really cool that right around the time I'm launching this podcast, the thousandth issue of Batman Detective Comics launches. So I will talk about that, give my thoughts on that issue. Um, but first, I just wanted to tell people a little bit more about the channel, well, channel podcast and what I'm trying to do here. So like I said, I'm a huge fan of pop culture, video games, um, and I also want to um, expand and do movie reviews such as uh, The Avengers um, and any upcoming um, comic-related movies like that, as well as video game reviews, um, comic book reviews like I'm doing here tonight with Batman Detective Comics 1000, and also I'm gonna reach out to artists who are you know producing comic books independently and doing interviews with them. And I'm also going to have friends on as we do reviews, like the next big comic book movie coming up is Avengers Endgame. So I'm going to have myself, a couple of my buddies, we're all going to be having fun, chatting up, um, and doing a review about that. Um, we're also going to have a YouTube channel for Inspired Geeks Podcast that'll be up on YouTube. The website is being built, that'll also be launched in a couple of days. So I'm really, really excited, and I would love your support. Um, I would love for you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, stay connected to the website, um, reach out to me. You can email me at inspiredgeeks616 at gmail.com. Um, I would love any support that I could get. I would love it. And again, my name's Will, and I am based in Virginia, but this podcast uh, will hopefully grow and I'll meet more people, do more interviews, chat with fans on uh, future episodes of the podcast, geeking, about, about, geeking out about movie trailers um, and things of that nature. So I really want this podcast to be fun, interactive, energetic, and I apologize if this first episode ends up being less than stellar. Um, this again, this is my very first time podcasting, so... Please be lenient. <laughs> I know I, I may stutter or say oh, a lot, so please just bear with me. But again, I just thank you all for the support, and I would just love it if you guys continue to support me with this passion project. Okay, so like I said, I am going to give my thoughts on Detective Comics 1000. So it just released uh, maybe about a week ago. 
uh, March 28th, uh, celebrating 80 years of Batman. So I think that's really, really cool. Uh, but the 80th uh, anniversary actually doesn't happen until March 2019, but the issue launched, uh, May 2019, I'm sorry, uh, but the issue actually launched in March, um, and it's April 8th today. But yes, this issue I actually really, really loved because I am a Batman fan, um, even though I tend to lean towards Marvel, I do love DC and I love Batman, um, but I thought this issue was really great. I do think that DC should really tighten up the stories a little bit more uh, with the thousand issue instead of just having uh, six or seven um, short stories. But all of these, the stories are pretty interesting. They have um, kind of like the all-star comic book creators from Jim Lee to Kevin Smith um, to Paul Dini all contributing to this issue. So it's worth a read. Um, but there are about nine short stories and they're all really great. So, the first short story in the issue is called Batman The Longest Case, and it's actually written by Scott Steiner, and the art is done by Greg Capullo, um, who does really great work here, and Scott Steiner did a really great job with the Batman All-Star series. Um, I really love his, what he's done with the Batman character in the comics over the years, so of course this, this will be a really great story. Basically, it's focusing on Batman investigating the case about a businessman who was supposedly killed by his son. I'm not going to get into spoiler territory too much, um, but it's a really interesting story because it introduced, well, it showcases a lot of classic Batman villains. As you all know, Batman has a incredible rose gallery, so, you know, Mr. Freeze gets a part in this story, Killer Croc, Clayface, Bane, Penguin, and of course, the Joker. Um, and the art style is great. The way Batman is designed, his suit design is also really great because, again, it's Greg Capullo. I love his art style. Um, and the story is fun. Um, it's typical Batman stuff. Um, I'm not going to devolve into spoilers in case you want to pick up the issue and read it yourself. But again, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it um, about an 8 out of 10 for that story. Uh, really great work. If you love Scott Steiner like I do, That'll probably be one of your favorite short stories in the issue. The next story is called Manufacturer uh, for Use, and it's written by Kevin Smith, and the art is actually done by Jim Lee. So these are two heavy hitters um, in the Batman comic book lore. Kevin Smith, you all know, uh, as like the King Geek, I actually went to his show at San Diego Comic-Con last year, 2018. Great guy. Love all his work, his passion for comic books is evident, and I just love the guy. Jim Lee, his artwork um, is fantastic. He's a staple over at DC Comics, so it's all really great. But unfortunately, Manufacturer Use is probably the weakest story in the issue for me because it's literally one page, and it only talks about uh, Bruce Wayne designing his bat symbol on his costume, and it just sort of ends. like It's just kind of a generic... Yeah, I, I'm Batman because, you know, I face tragedy, my parents died, so now I've become what criminals fear. Um, and that's it. So it was really weak for me. I mean, the art is great because it's Jim Lee, but this is definitely the weakest story out of the uh, nine short stories in the issue. So I would have to, unfortunately, give this a 5 out of 10 on that one, unfortunately. Very unfortunate. I was hoping for more from those heavy hitters there.
the next uh, story in the issue is The Legend of Newt Brody. Um, I don't think I'm saying pronouncing that right, but it's written by Paul Dini, who was behind the excellent and the fantastic 90s animated series uh, Batman. I grew up with that show, loved it, loved what they did with uh, the art style. They introduced popular characters, well, popular characters like Harley Quinn. She would not be uh, mainstay as she like she is today without the animated show. Some of you guys may not know that, but it's really great. And they also the tragic backstory with Mister Freeze also came from that show. Really great stuff on that show. So if you've never checked that out for whatever reason, and you're just getting the comics and pop culture and geek culture, please go out and watch the '90s Batman show. Really great stuff. But. The Legend of New Brody is great. It's kind of a throwback to the 90s animated show. A lot of the designs and artwork is reflective of the 90s show, which I think is really cool. We get um, a lot of the you know, classic villains from the show, like the Penguin, uh, Riddler, Poison Ivy, and, of course, Holly Quinn. Um, and it's about this old criminal named uh, Newt Brody and, you know, all that fun stuff. I don't want to devolve into spoilers again because it's a short story and I don't want to give everything away. But again, it's fun. Um, it's not very long, but if you're a fan of the 90s show and then Paul Dini, who was also behind the excellent um, Batman Arkham series video games for PS4, Xbox One, do yourself a favor and play those too if you have not. But it's it's a fun story. So if you're a fan of the 90s show and Paul Dini, worth a read, I would give it. Uh, about a 7.5 out of 10. The next one is Batman's Design, and this was written by Warren Ellis, and the artwork uh, was also done by Greg. <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm sorry if you somehow hear this. But again, this one was also great art. Um, this is actually about, I love the design of Batman in this, but this is kind of like Batman chasing this criminal through a warehouse, and you see, like, the fear tactics that Batman uses to pursue criminals, um, and it's really great, it's action-packed, um, you know, you get this perspective of how terrifying Batman might be to a criminal when, you know, he's out there, kind of like what they did with the Arkham games, so really fun stuff, short story, Again, I'd give it maybe about a 7 out of 10 for that one, too. Um, the next story is Return to Crime Alley. Now, this one is probably one of the strongest for me. I always love uh, stories that talk about Bruce Wayne and Batman to his psyche and how the trauma of losing his parents uh, shaped him as a person. Um, and this is really, really, really interesting. Uh, but the story is Batman is out doing patrol. Um, and he's protecting this old woman who's walking through Crime Alley, which is where Bruce uh, lost his parents. They got shot and killed in this alley. And there's a lot of flashbacks to him remembering that traumatic event while he's also trying to protect this woman. Really great stuff. Strong writing for Batman and, and the conversation between him and the old woman. Um, great stuff. You know, classic Batman. I would give that a solid uh, 9 out of 10 for that short story. I love that story. Probably one of the highlights of the issue for me. Uh, the next issue story is actually called Heretic, and it's written by Christopher Priest, and the artist is Neil Adams. Um, this one is also kind of forgettable for me. It's kind of like manufactured for use. It has some interesting art. I'm not really huge on the artwork for this one either. It's 
kind of hard to describe, but it it's okay for what it is. Um, it's another, you know, Batman story, him pursuing um, criminals, you know, generic Batman stuff doesn't really connect anything. Uh, but, you know, again, it's a fun read. It's celebrating the character of Batman, Bruce Wayne, who he is, um, his crime fighting way. So still okay, but meh, five out of 10 for me too, for that one. All right. The next story is called I Know, and this is written by Brian Michael Bendis. Um, and the art is done by Alex Millet, or Millet, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. This is another strong entry into the series. I love Brian Michael Bendis. If you have been reading his stuff where when he was with Marvel with Ultimate Spider-Man and Miles Morales, it's all well done, and it really translates well here for Batman too. His writing style and the artwork by Alex is really great. It pops off the page, um, and it's just... Uh, a really great, interesting story too. It's about a group of villains, the Joker, talking to you know Penguin um, and others about their many encounters with Batman, how they all failed, and how they should team up and try to take him down. Kind of like a Sinister Six kind of deal, but with Batman villains in this rogue gallery. Really interesting stuff. Also has a really great moment with an older Bruce Wayne that was talking to a Penguin. Which is very interesting, and I won't spoil that again in case you want to pick up the issue for yourself. Really great stuff. I'll also give that a 9.5 out of 10. One of the highlights of the issue for me. Really great stuff. Love Brian Michael Bendis. Um, the next story is The Last Crime in Gotham. And this is written by Jeff Johns, and the art is done by Kelly Jones. Now, you know, if you're a geek like me for years, you know Jeff Johns is like one of the big guys. He's actually in charge of uh, DC's uh, Slater movie at Warner Brothers. He's like the head creative head, uh, I think. Uh, but he kind of has gotten to Warner Brothers as they continue to build the DCEU. Um, and he's been around in comics for years and years and years. He's written a lot of great stuff. Long Halloween for Batman. Great stuff. Um, Last Crime in Gotham also has like an old school vibe, like Batman's costume kind of looks almost like the early i want to say early 90s kind of vibe maybe even the 80s kind of all but it has like the bat family robin batgirl um and they're pursuing villains like the joker and he has like his classic look um it's a really fun story again artwork's really a throwback to simpler times with batman and the bat family just fun dynamic you know between batman and the characters and the joker and the villain Great stuff. I would give it a 8 out of 10. And the very last story in the issue is called The Precedent. Um, and this is written by James Tywin. And this one is for all of the Dick Grayson, Robin, Nightwing fans out there. Um, this is a very Dick Grayson focused story. Kind of talks about him, you know, living in the shadow of Batman, his interaction with other uh, heroes in the DC Universe. Um, the artwork is really, really great. Um, and again, it kind of just, you know, a different change of pace, you know, to kind of see Batman and Bruce Wayne from a different perspective, uh, from Dick's perspective and his journey as a character. Really, even though it's a short story, it's great. Uh, with, but not fantastic. It, I'm not a huge Dick Grayson fan. I like Dick Grayson, so I'm trying not to let my bias show. Uh, but it's okay. Decent enough thing. If you're a Dick Grayson fan, though, definitely an interesting read. I would give it a 
solid 7.5 out of 10. Um, again, and that was the last story in the issue. But again, overall, I really think Batman 1000 is a great issue. It's a great celebration of Batman as a character, his many villains, um, his really great rogues gallery, um, and the different artists and writers who've worked on the comic series over the years. It's it's a really fun read. My only issue with the 1000th issues, and I had this too with Batman, I mean Superman's issue too, is that the stories are so short and they're trying to cram in so many different all-star artists it's not really coherent and the stories kind of suffer they're like hit or miss and i really wish they would just kind of focus and craft one solid 96 page issue that tells one story instead of splitting it up into like nine different short stories going forward but that's just me um, that's my only real gripe but again the artwork overall is really great the character work with bruce and, and batman and the different characters like the joker and the Bat Family is all well done. If you're a Batman fan like me, you'll have fun with this issue. It's worth picking up. Um, the price is a little bit steeper than what you would pay for a normal comic book since it's a landmark issue. Um, it's 10 bucks, And it comes in a whole bunch of different uh, variant covers too. I'm stuck with the basic variant cover from, you know, with Jim Lee's artwork, which is fantastic to me. I love it. Um, but I would have liked to pick up some of the other issues with the different variant just for collector's uh, purposes. Um, but again, this is a really great issue. Overall, I would give it a 9 out of 10. Really great stuff here. I love uh, what they did with the character here. Really great celebration of Batman. Highly recommend it. Please pick it up when you get the chance. And again, I don't want this first episode to be too long here. Um, but again, please uh, support me if you can. If you're an artist or if you're a geek, love you know comic book movies, comic books, um, you're an upcoming artist or filmmaker or photographer or whatever, um, and you just want to be on a show, you just want to talk to me or my friends or get a little exposure for yourself or have fun, please reach out. Please subscribe when the channel launches. Um, I would really love all the support that I could get. Thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode. And again, I apologize if it bored you. The next episode should be a little bit more fun because we're going to be talking about uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, we're probably going to do a review and then a spoiler review. I actually have my tickets for April 25th uh, IMAX, so I'll be seeing it that Thursday night. And I cannot wait. Uh, please just stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more fun things going on with this podcast. Uh, yeah, let's geek on. Thank you all. Thank you, Geeks, for turning in. Please, please, please support. Oh, uh, and be safe. And I am Batman. Yes. Till next time, guys. This is Will, Iron Legion, Shadow Boxer, signing off.